here in the Tigers Avenue and boy oh boy does it feel good to be it down on good. Tigers Avenue it's a <laughs> it's a great time to live here on it's Tigers Avenue <laughs> in 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 LSU Boulevard um it, it's it's good times it really is Zach it, it's celebratory times it's it's really good times to be a Tiger fan <laughs> right now um I, man worry. yeah absolutely i mean good grief um man what a weekend for the tigers um down in death valley against old miss um the number seventh ranked team in the country undefeated coming in the third best rushing uh offense uh in the nation um Wow, you get it done, Zach, and in dominant fashion. Um, Zach, I, I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest, okay? My prediction was very modest. I was very confident okay. that LSU was going to win this pretty handedly. And I feel like, you know, on the other side of it, okay, you know, people are going to be like, oh, of course, of course, you knew now, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I, I, in all honesty, in, in in all seriousness, I was conservative with my pick. And that may be because we had three Ole Miss fans in here and I just didn't want to hear the chirping. I didn't want to <laughs> stir the pot too much. But seriously, and in all honesty, and, and I mean this, uh, you know, I, I seriously felt like LSU was going to win this and, and win this uh, in, a, in a big way. Um, I mean, it was it just felt like it was happening. This was this is what you were building to. Um, I mean, coming off the, the Florida game, you scored 45 points against Florida. I mean, you're down in the swamp. That's a that's a tough place to play to go there and have the offensive output that we that we had. I just felt like coming back to Death Valley, big time matchup. Uh, you weren't going to choke again like you get against Tennessee. Now Tennessee's a way better team than than, than Ole Miss is. Let's make no mistake about it. Um, but I felt like there was going to be, you know, there was going to be no question about if LSU was ready or not. Um, yeah. if, if they were going to execute, if they were going to be, be in this ball game, um, and boy, they were ready. I mean, they were ready. Um, 
and they pulled away uh, in the second half and, and, and absolutely won in dominant fashion. Zach, you won this game by 25 points. You beat the number seven undefeated team in the country by 25 points. And and I, I'm 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 confident confident enough in our performance that even if we played this game, even if we played this game in Oxford, we were good enough to win. We were good enough to win. Um I mean, 25-point victory. I don't know if a home field advantage swings that very much. Well, and I've even seen some guys, uh, some some Ole Miss fans say, well, we were without, you know, Finley, you know, for most of the game. And we also lost Zach Evans. You know, we didn't have him. for. Hey, guess what? We haven't had Major Major Burns in a long time. We haven't had our best defensive lineman in the entire season. We have – and guess what? One of our best running back, our best running, our back, best running our, back. One of our best running backs, at least talent wise, he was go- he was out, he was out this game. So if you're going to argue that, then we can say the same thing. Like you had your, you had one of your rotational backs out, so did we. You had your best, one of your best safeties out, so did we. Uh, so I mean, I, I, this is going to probably offend some Ole Miss fans, but. I think Ole Miss is a good team. They're a good team, uh, uh, but they're yeah, not a sure. they're not a top ten team. They're not a top ten team. I, they, I would agree. They were in the top ten because of the schedule they played and because they won all their games. And should they be in the top ten because of that? Yeah, you should be. But you're not. A, you were not a top ten team talent wise. And Leslie Dupree's energy says Zach's prediction was wrong. Yes, wow, we're I, fine I, with that. I this is the happiest <laughs> I've been to be wrong. <laughs> so, uh, and I will say to Reagan's point, I picked Ole Miss because mainly because we had seen more consistency out of them, and probably a large part of a large part of that was due to the level of play uh, that they had had on their schedule. I wanted to see LSU be more consistent against the good teams. Um, yes, we saw what they did against Florida. Could they replicate it against Ole Miss? And they did. Yeah. And so, you know what? I, I'm going to go ahead and I apologize. I did not. My LSU fans, look, I, I am an LSU fanatic. You see all this stuff behind me here. You can't even see all of it because it only got part partial camera. <laughs> but listen, I am an LSU fanatic. I am going to root and cheer for LSU in every single game, and I am going to hope that they win every single game no matter what. But I'm also going to be a realist. You know, a lot of y'all hated me for picking Tennessee, but we saw what happened, okay? It happens. You yeah. also, part, of, part of what me and Reagan do is trying to be the middle ground between the, the fans' expectations and the, real, the realism, you know, what's realistic. Sure. Sure. That's, what, that's really what me and Reagan have wanted – to do with this podcast is be a be a fan um, because there's obviously a lot of podcasts out there that are media and and news type podcast LSU podcasts. We want to talk as LSU fans, but we also want to be realistic LSU fans. So that was part of my realism is I got to see LSU duplicate what we saw the week before, and guess what? They did, and they proved to me that they can be consistent, and they have 
continually proven to me that this team has gotten better and the chemistry is, is, oh, is, 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 is there now. Yeah. And so, you know, yes, I was wrong. Um, but I was very, I was confident also in this game. I thought it'd be close. I thought, I definitely thought LSU could win the game. I know, I know I predicted Ole Miss to win, but it didn't, just because I predicted Ole Miss to win didn't mean that I didn't believe that LSU could win. Um, I definitely believe that they could win. Uh, and so I'm going to apologize to you LSU fans and I'm going to apologize specifically to the balcony Bengals. Uh, they gave me some harsh <laughs> words, uh, for, for picking, Ole Miss, and I may not pick against Ole Miss again the rest of the way, or against LSU the rest of the way this year, just because I, I don't want to have the balcony Bengals on my on my on the I don't want to be on their bad side. So, you know, I, I'm going to have to pick LSU the rest of the way here, just uh, so I can continue to be uh, good buddies with with the balcony Bengals. Uh, if the balcony Bengals are listening, love you guys. I apologize. I I just I should have went with LSU. What was I thinking? What was I thinking, Reagan? They they went in there and just absolutely kicked tail, and it was awesome. I I mean, I don't know what you were thinking. I mean, you got to have confidence in your Tigers uh, every time. I mean, when we play Bama, you got you got to pick LSU. You play Tennessee, you got to pick LSU every time. Have confidence. No, I'm kidding. You obviously you, you do have to take a more realistic. Uh, approach sometimes, and I really did genuinely believe that we were going to beat Ole Miss uh, and, and do so uh, in a big way. Um, I mean, Zach, can we speak to for a moment um, a few players that that I want to that I want to hone on, uh, hone into tonight, uh, and they 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 got some recognition today. Uh, as well, um, num- number one, you, you got to talk about Jaden Daniels and, and his performance. Um, yeah. What Jaden Daniels has done over uh, the the past two games ha- has been very impressive. Uh, I mean, uh, elite type of numbers. Uh, from Jay Daniels these past two weeks. Obviously, against Ole Miss, he was 21 for 28, Zach. Only seven, only seven incompletions. And a, and a few of those, a couple of those, I wouldn't say a few, but a couple of those were drops. Sure. Um, and 248 and two touchdowns. And he had 23 Carries for 121 yards and three touchdowns. He has a five-touchdown game coming off of a six-touchdown game. 11 and three. Two, man. Yeah, obviously three passing touchdowns against Florida um, and, and three rushing as well. Here's the stat line. Well, no. Here's the stat line from the, the uh, Florida game. He was 23 of 32, 349 for three touchdowns. And he had 44 yards rushing, three touchdowns against um, the Florida Gators. I I mean, absolutely um, elite type of numbers from Jaden Daniels. Um, Obviously, you can see the comparison there. I mean, it's good stuff. Now, Looking at the stats here, Zach, and, and you can see it there, 
Jackson Dart had more yards passing than Jaden did. Um, now, I'm not going to say he had a better game PBR. passing. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. There were multiple times where J- Jackson was putting the ball in harm's way. Um, specifically, there was one time when Mikhail Wingo um, jumped up and batted a pass down. Micah Baskerville had was cut off the under, crossing yep. route and was, yep. I mean, was sitting. Yeah, I mean – I mean, it would have come into his breadbasket interception. Obviously, you do not fault uh, Wingo for making the play, but you see – Mike was like – Mike came with the – Mike was like, I would have had it. I would have had it. it. Um, But Jackson Dart was putting a lot of balls in in harm's way, and and I – it was pretty obvious like an interception was going to happen eventually, and Micah Baskerville – Brings the, the pressure. Drive the second drive of the oh Brooks uh, bounces Brooks one off his chest. Bounces yes. off his chest, and then you had uh you had the pi that negated yep. an interception. Well, it it could have been argued that it hit the ground, but still, um you had you had multiple occasions. He, yes, where LSU was like we were just like oh we could have picked that off yeah. like so like really close, and then eventually. The dam broke, and you finally get the interception. Yeah, it, it was it was going about. to happen. It was going to happen eventually. Um, but I just have to speak to, uh, aside from a t- statistical standpoint, from week one to now, I mean, Jaden Daniels is night and day. Uh, now, I'm not saying that that uh, that Jaden Daniels was bad. Uh, throughout the season, but it is very obvious he is more comfortable, more confident, more trustworthy in letting the ball go, letting his receiver make plays. And man, he sees now. He sees what he has in these receivers. He sees what they can do, and that has given him more confidence um, to 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 let the ball go. And he has, and it has been paying dividends. Um, <laughs> these past two weeks. Uh, now I will say, Zach, it could have been worse. It, the The score could have been a uh, it could have been a, a better. I'm, I'm I'm jumbling my words here. We could beat him by more points. Uh, on the very first drive, he had Brian Thomas open in the end and zone. and Kayshawn Booty and Kayshawn, and he overthrew him, and then. Now I will I will put the one on Malik on Malik. There was no point in jumping on that pass, and it put him up in the air for enough for Prince to force him out. Um, but the pass to Brian Thomas was underthrown. The pass to Kayshawn on the first on the or excuse me on the next play was just a tad overthrown. So he's not perfect, but he is far better than what we had seen. And I'm fine with him missing passes by a little bit if he's willing to do, trust his receivers and let him go make plays. Oh, um, so the, the score could have been worse there uh, if he makes that throw. Um, but even on, let's say, well, this is two weeks in a row now. This is two weeks in a row now with Jure, um that he's been left wide open. Now, against Florida, he wasn't as open as he was this week against Ole Miss. Um, 
but he hits Duray for the long ball. Uh, this pass to Duray, I don't know if it came out of his hand wrong, Zach, or or what, but it was a duck. It, was, and, it didn't look good. And, and Duray was wide open. Oh, I mean, I don't hurdles. know if you saw it or DBs. not. I don't know if you saw it or not. There was the safety was up top, obviously, and then there was the DB on Duray. Well, yeah. Duray takes off, and uh, the, he the DB was kind of peeking in the backfield and got caught um, looking at something else, and Duray went right past him. And, and the then safety the safety was late getting over. Was late getting over. The safety was late getting over, and he was yep. wide, stinking open. And if if uh, Jaden puts a pass, you know, like on the money, like it wouldn't have been contested. Like he would have walked in the end zone. Yeah, uh, it was. He was that wide open. Um, but it was underthrown a little bit. But Jeray made the adjustment, comes back, makes the awesome catch, steps in the end zone. That that is what. You've got to do with these LSU receivers. Even though it wasn't the best throw, we know he can make the throw because we saw it last week. We know he can. It wasn't the best throw, though. It came out of his hand wrong, but you still have good enough receivers to adjust and make those type of plays. Um, So I I don't care uh, if the throw is a little bit off or not because we know he can throw it on. But even when it's off, our receivers are good enough to go make plays. And they have consistently made plays. He is anticipating a lot more, um, and and it has just been very impressive from Jaden Daniels, SEC Offensive Player in the Week, uh, very well deserved by Jaden this week. Zach, speak to Harold Perkins a little bit. Don't don't take him off the field. I mean, the fans have been screaming it for a long time now, and. I remember I saw something on Twitter. I think it was Jocks uh, posted this on Twitter, but there were some fans as LSU was going into the locker room that were shouting at BK, leave Perkins on the field, leave Perkins on the field. Like, and I even yeah. had an old, I had an old Miss fan buddy of mine, Dawson, uh, that I work with today. He came up to me and, you know, I didn't want to say anything to any of the, of the old Miss people. Cause I didn't, you know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to be a jerk or anything, so I just didn't say anything. But he came up to me, and uh, we actually got to talk about the game and a little bit, and he said, like, Harold Perkins, that kid, that freshman dude is a freak. And I was like – Phenomenon. Yeah, dude, he's a freak. So, like, not only are LSU fans noticing it, but team – the other fans of other teams that are just watching are noticing it as well. Um, And and I get why Brian Kelly and them are, are leaving him out on certain things. Um, it's and in certain areas that he's weakened. I understand that, but I mean, it it was very obvious that they were going to allow him to play uh, a lot yeah. more snaps in this game, and they did, and and do dominate. I mean, that's why we have. I don't know if we can see it here. Um, but that's why we got this picture. I mean, that's the background. He's just standing yeah. over the dart. You know, I mean, it's awesome. It's sick. Uh, that was our opening <laughs> thumbnail. So, um. I mean, he is phenomenal, and I tweeted this during the game. LSU fans, you get the privilege to watch him not only the rest of this year, but then the following two years. Yep, Like, that's how long you get to watch Harold Perkins. And it's going to be awesome because this guy, Harold Perkins, has the potential to be better than Devin White. I mean, and we love Devin White. We love Devin White. 
and he has the potential to be better than Devin White because <laughs> right now he is at the level that I think he is he's he's not maybe not quite there yet, but he's close to the level that Devin White was playing in his year two. And we're in year one yeah. with Harold Perkins. I wouldn't say he's quite at the level of year two, Devin White, but he's right. getting there. He's definitely playing a better, having a better season and better output than Devin White had in his his freshman campaign. Yeah. Uh and and this is no no you know skin off uh Devin White's nose, but I mean Harold Perkins, dude, he's just a a freak. So, and and I know Blake and them talked about it on on uh, Blake and Carter talked about it on his show. But Micah Baskerville also deserves props. I mean, that yeah, it's, that's, it's, it's, it's been talked exactly about. It's been say. talked about a ton. Leading tackle, you know how it just is. It's been talked about a ton, but you know it, it always seems like he just starts slow in the off season. And then he, next thing you know, he's there. You don't hear his name. Hard, we, we weren't hearing his name. You don't ever hardly hear his name. You weren't hearing his name at all. Like, this has been a thing going on for, like, the last three years now. And that, yeah. and he ends up being LSU's best linebacker, and that's what he is right now in this season. He's LSU's best linebacker. I mean, him and Harold Perkins are just – but I will say um, not a lot of credit has been given to Greg Penn, and I think Greg Penn has played really well as well. Uh, so the yeah. linebackers, they're looking good, man. They're looking really They've impressive. Improved. They've improved. And that was a spot that was, had a lot of question marks. I mean, that spot was arguably one of the biggest question marks going into the season. Obviously, the secondary is one of one as well, but you kind of filled some gaps there with some transfers. And, and uh, of course, Jay Ward coming back and Major Burns getting healthy. You know, you felt more confident. But you didn't know who was going to be yeah. the linebackers. I mean, you knew, you knew you had Mike Jones. You knew you had Mike or Baskerville. Um, but then all of a sudden – uh, you know, Harold Perkins comes out of nowhere and Micah Baskerville does what he's been doing the last three years, and that's yeah. proven everybody wrong from the offseason. He's incredible. The so, speed of of Matt, of Micah and Harold at, on the field at the same time is a problem. I can't it's tell you how problem. many – I can't tell you how many times, like, I, pre-snap, I'm like, okay, here comes Harold. Here comes Harold. This is going to be a problem. <laughs> like, And then, boom, it happens. Harold causes yeah. pressure, like – the, the the tackles they just they cannot contain him right now like no it's just it, it's it's really impressive what, to watch what has been even more uh of a mind boggle is Harold is like when you see him out there he don't look like that big of a dude and you're thinking you know his speed obviously his speed is a problem like it it, it causes problems but dude the dude is freaking strong I mean he was strong arming they're freaking right tackle. Yeah. I mean, for for a true freshman his size to be one arm coming off the end like causing problems going one on one with the SEC tackle like dude strong. He he ain't just fast, he's strong too. Uh man, I, I he's going to be special. I mean, and BK landing him was Massive. huge. Like that recruitment, like he was on the Texas A&M. And I mean, like, he was the last one in the class. Oh, my gosh. That was a huge, a massive pickup. Huge. And it was it was also massive because you had also, like, lost Jacoby Matthews. Uh, yeah. I, like, we, you got Harold Perkins, and then everybody had to follow the drama of Jacoby Matthews. Unfortunately, that didn't work out for Tiger fans. But you landed – the bigger time player in Perkins before that. And I will yeah. say, Reagan, we've been talking about the linebackers. The defense outside of Tennessee, Reagan, 
outside of Tennessee in the last five weeks, they have yeah. only, or maybe maybe four, they've only allowed three points in the second half. You allowed <laughs> 17 points to Tennessee in the second mm. half of that game. So in the last, I mean, just you, okay, let's add 10, let's add Tennessee. In the last five weeks, Reagan, they've allowed 20 points in the second half. And 17 of that, 17 of that is to arguably the, arguably the best team in the SEC in yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. So, yeah. and LSU, and we know how that game was like LSU's defense was constantly put in compromising situations where they yeah. were set up to fail, unfortunately, uh, because of how that game played out. Like, dude, it's just, it's just insane right now. Um, <laughs> Uh, this is Ryan. He said perk outside in a seven nine tech is a disaster for yeah. I mean he's no just, doubt. It's no ridiculous, doubt. man. It he is going to be a first round draft pick. So I mean another person you gotta speak to. And I want to keep talking about him because I don't want to skip it. Uh two more guys. One of these is a player, one of these is a coach. Wingo. Bro. Yes. The absence of Mason Smith has, was massive, but freaking Micaiah Wingo is a problem. Yep. He he is has been he has filled the shoes very well. Uh well, in his speaking absence. to that. Seven tackles, that. four solos, one and a half sacks, one and a half tackles for loss, two pass breakups, one quarterback hit, and one forced fumble. A massive stat line. From Makai Wingo. And also, 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 there are things that do not go on the stat line that are missed. Makai Wingo kept that running game and Roy in check. Yes. The fact that we held, yes, 117 yards. The fact that we held them to 117 yards rushing. This is the third best rushing team in the country. Now, I, I will give it to them. Average. I will give it to them. You did not have Zach Evans, and that is a massive loss. But Quinshawn Judkins holding Jackson to seven yards rushing. I know that factors in um, <coughs> sack yardage right. as well, but it was huge. It was huge. Um, Wingo uh, has been amazing. Uh, and he deserves every bit of playing time he gets. Zach, the last guy I want to talk about, and I, and I want to kind of bounce off of this, is Matt House. Dude, Matt House wants to be a college football head coach. Matt House will be a college football head coach. We as LSU fans like Don't have got to, to – Matt House. You <laughs> have got to accept the reality – that that house is not going to be here for very long. He may like, be gone. We may get him for another year. Maybe. Maybe. You might lose maybe. Him this season, depending on how the rest of the season goes. But Matt House's in-game adjustments are are incredible. Are incredible. You get punched in the mouth early, and like you make you adjustments. Been always, <laughs> Zach. He made adjustments. Ole Miss did not score a touchdown after the five-minute, 50-second mark in the first quarter. Which was their second drive. In the that game. was their second drive. That they, was they the, did not that score was led, That was led by three PIs. One which yeah. was very, in my opinion, questionable. 
You can call the, it. You can call it, but it was questionable. The last one. <coughs> the ability for Matt House to adjust his defense in game and then just stop everything they are doing. Like an immediate, like, I mean, Zach, they didn't score another stinking touchdown. And you they put up 77 yards of offense in the second half. 77 yards. And zero points. Matt House is a stud. And he changed things up, Zach. He went with a big boy set. I don't know if you saw this or not. Yes, Makai on the outside. Makai coming off the left side and Roy and Gilroy in the middle and then Perkins on the other side. That's a that's a combo. Like, that's a line there. And Makai was we coming off the wood causing problems. So he's... <laughs> He's creative. He's keeping the offense guessing. There is constant pressure on Jackson. And with Harold there, it was it was a problem. It, the defense, hats off to the defense. You deserve as much respect and, and praise as the offense does. Every bit of it. Um, they were fantastic. And Matt House is proving to be an incredible defense, defensive coordinator, yeah. and I, LSU fans, we got to be ready for him to leave because it's it's going to happen eventually, yeah. if not this year, very soon. Um, lastly, Zach, and then and then we can kind of get into some game quickly, uh, like in game, you know, stuff. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly can't win the big games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people will say this wasn't a big game. It's it, yeah. Oh my gosh. To to take the top spot in the SEC West, beat a seventh ranked Ole Miss undefeated, undefeated team, team, third best rushing offense in the country, and you beat them by twenty five points. Please, please. Brian Kelly deserves his props because the difference in this team from week one to now is incredible. I mean, the difference is incredible. Zach, how how big of a difference, how different does this team look like now, from week one against Florida State yeah. to now. Well, I said this before, like, man, I really wish that we could go back and play Florida State again. Oh, man. Or I really wish we could have that, that PAT back, man, because LSU, honestly, like, they should be a one-loss team right now. They really I should be. I, I agree. Uh, and, and as Brian Kelly talked about in his post-game press conference, that Tennessee game was a lot closer than people uh, – yeah. yeah, then when yeah. you just look at the box score, he talked about that. Um, he made it very – he made a, a a point to bring up the Tennessee game after this win. So, I really like that he did that. And you made it very clear to fans immediately, hey, look, we were, we were a lot closer in that game than people think. And so, you know, I, I – hats off to him for – putting together a staff that has brought this team together. The team chemistry right now is yeah. fantastic. 
Um, I mean, and 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 like you said, Reagan. I mean, he he's we're gonna lose some coaches after this year. I think so. Yeah, I, I think yeah, you're gonna lose some coaches after this year. Um, but he has developed within the season. He has done a phenomenal job of develop. I mean, think about what Mason Taylor looked like week one. Um, now I know like it, he he had some cool he had some good catches, made some plays in week one. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously he had the play that got us down there uh, at the end of the game, but yep. you know he had he had his struggles, and I, we saw a lot of drops. A lot of people were like, "Why is Mason in the game? Why are we targeting yeah. him so much?" Now you kind of see that. I mean, think about the one he ripped off. What was it? It was uh, let, let me go look at the stats here quickly. Um, I mean, they were they were he, had, preaching he ripped it, off dude. the thirty-eight yarder, uh, a thirty-eight, yeah, a 38 they were yard long one where he made where he made a DB miss. He, yeah, he, he, did. he caught a little out route, made got a DB miss, got to the edge, and then yeah. took it for 38 yards. Like there, and and he's <clears> blocking <throat> well. Uh, I mean, they talked about it in Blake on Blake's show. Like the receivers are blocking well. There is a yeah. buy-in, and that is because Brian Kelly has built a culture, and it's impressive to me how quickly um, it has progressed and has <laughs> has made an impact on this coaching staff. And this team, it's it's really really encouraging. And I'll say this, Reagan, I, one of the biggest things, obviously, that every every fan LSU fan has been miserable about, including ourselves, was special teams. But special teams look pretty good this week, Reagan. I know dude. you had the miss. Or how about Dybert? Yeah. How Nathan, about Dybert on the kickoff, Dybert, dude? Dybert's booting it out the end zone every every time. They had one return. Yes. They had one return, and what they do, they stuffed them before the 15-yard line, so yep. the coverage was good. You Why? Had- because the kick was good. It gave them time to get down it there. It looked a lot better. Gregory Clayton. Better. Gregory Clayton. No problems during the punt turn. Reagan, twice, when they punted it, when they punted it, I closed my eyes, turned around, <laughs> put my head into the, the seat, and I said, Dad, just tell me when it's over. I, I, I kid you not. I kid you not, Reagan. That is exactly what I did every time they punted the ball. It. And then when they had a penalty and they ha- had to repunt the ball, I was like, yep. well, "Just decline it. Just decline, just decline it." <laughs> but we didn't have to worry about it. It was a touchback. So, yeah. like, but we didn't have to worry about fielding. And I'll probably still do that, honestly. Like in the Bama game, I'm probably not going to watch the punt returns. I'm I'm just going to be like, "Dad, tell me when you. it's over." I don't like, blame you. There's there's still some PTSD. It's warranted there. at this point. There's it's still some PTSD yeah. there. So, but but outside of the miss outside the miss kick, uh, which you know, I, I, Ramos is going to have those moments. But I mean, think about back to to the Florida game when he nailed a 46 yarder to yeah. ice the game. So well, yeah, yeah, I understand yeah. you had the miss. Yep. I understand you had the miss. But everywhere else in special teams, it looked good. It looked good. So and I will Zach to to your point about Ramos real quick, like. When it comes to this, like kicking like that, like kicking field goals in college, it could get way worse. Like and way the wind was really worse. bad, and the wind was really bad that day. It was bad, and it could be way worse. Like like Ramos has it. Like he has the leg. He needs to play. work on his accuracy. Like he's got the the distance. He is a he is a solid college football field goal kicker. Yeah, he's he's good. Gotta get that DP. Um, man, you gotta get this DP, man. But so uh, I'm, I'm, a, I like, I'm honestly okay with the miss. Like, I would say, I, you know, in the moment you're not, but like, because that was a crucial moment. Yeah. But in and all you're, reality, you're worried about it being, a, you know, the, you know a fact right. at the end of the game. 
In all reality, he is not a liability. He has not been a liability at field goal. No, no. So, I mean, that's his. Is that his first miss? It might be his second of the season. No, I think he's missed some more. Yeah, second or third. It might be his second or third. But, I mean, you know, considering what you had coming in the season, there was not a lot of hope for the special teams, especially at kicker. And um, they've done well. Uh, Glenn, (laughs) I'll just say Glenn. uh, This is Ryan. Uh, he said, stop drinking Dr. Pepper on the jobs act. Uh, I'm sorry, Ryan. I just can't do it. I love Dr. Pepper. You know, got to have a thirst quencher. Uh, I probably should be drinking something better like water or Gatorade or something, but you know, got to keep, got to keep, uh, Oh, and, uh, you know, we talked about Matt house Reagan, but how also about this, this comment from Ryan, he said that touchdown catch by Mason was yeah. a genius play. Yeah. We tweeted, about it was, I, I tweeted about it, it. Like what a great, great play, play call. call. Um, cause Mike Denbrock has done a phenomenal job. I know there have been some fans that that clamored and were upset, you know, in, in, in the early Yeah, and days, I think that's execution. That's execution. I think that's execution. That's, that's Jaden, you know, having to make the decision to actually throw the ball some. I mean, we, we know he struggled with that. And he's, you know, he admittedly <clears throat> said that, and the coaches have, have admitted that. So, dude, Denbrock. There's a, and there's a difference when you're confident. There's a difference in play calling when you're confident in what your quarterback's doing. Yes. Denbrock has confidence in what Jaden's doing now, so you're going to see now you understand uh, play calls. Now you understand why Jaden's back there. Now you understand why Mason oh, Taylor man. is out as out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you understand. You start to understand those things more. So yeah, Reagan, it's been it's been really impressive. I mean, we uh, we've we've talked about we've talked about defense. We've talked about special teams, but let's now that we've talked about Mike Denbrock, let's transition to. The offense, I mean, the offense looked great. Outside of when you stalled out there in the first drive, they looked phenomenal again, Reagan. I mean, these receivers are popping off. I mean, you yep. don't have you don't have a guy well, spread that around. Is, but yeah. it's spread around. Exactly. You had it's, it's let's see, one, balanced. two, three, four, five, six, seven. You had eight different uh pass catchers in this game. Dre Jenkins, wow. two for fifty-one. Mason Taylor, three for 44. Kayshawn, four for 43. Malik, four for 37. Brian, two for 26. Josh Williams, out of the <laughs> backfield, three for 25. Kyron. Kyron had two catches, but both of them were on third down and Big long. catches. They were big catches. Yeah. Armani had one out of the backfield. So, um, you know, they're spreading the ball around. You're, you're not going to – it's just this type of season, you're not going to see one receiver just take over a game. I mean, you had Kayshawn do that against Florida, but – they have so much talent. They're able to that guys are just open, and this ball's gonna be spread spread around, and it, it, it makes me really confident. <clears throat> Speaking of offense, Josh freaking Williams, I am just loving Josh yeah. more and more. Absolutely. You know, I went I went on his Twitter. Listen, y'all, if you're if you're watching this, or if you watch this later, if you're listening on the audio <laughs> podcast on whatever your preferred podcast app is, and you're not following Josh Williams on Twitter. Go give the man some love and follow this man on Twitter. He's only at like 2,000-something followers. Josh deserves <laughs> a lot more followers because that dude is awesome. I mean, how many times do yep. we see him make something? I can't remember exactly when it was, but there was uh, – oh, I think it was a play where it was where we ended up going forward on a fourth and one, um, and we ended up scoring that drive. It was later in the game. Uh, it was like second and, and medium, and Josh gets stuffed at the line. He makes it extra effort. He gets it. He yeah. gets it to fourth and one, and then 
the hole was just wide open on fourth and one, which fin- almost he almost ball. broke loose. He almost broke it. Almost so, broke loose. But but the play before fourth and one was all Josh Williams' effort. Yeah. To to yeah. get to that point, so you just love what you're seeing from him. I mean, he averaged four and a half yards per carry. Armani only carried the ball eight times, but he was average. He averaged six. Look good. He too. averaged almost seven yards a carry. He looks yeah, fresh. He looked good. And when you get when you get John Emery back against Bama. You're gonna have those three guys that look good, and then Noah Kane looked really good on the kickoff return. He had one for 33 yards that he. Yeah, that it was took. great. It was great. So yeah, great return, and that goes back to special teams looking better. And then Jaden, of course. I mean, he looked. We talked about the passing, but he he ran for 121 <laughs> yards and then three more touchdowns on the ground. There were more designed runs, more designed yes. runs. For well, there were as as we've heard and as we've talked about. You know, they're running. Uh, set plays that uh, for him uh, that are RPOs where he can yep. where he can sp- pass it or run it specifically or take it himself. Um, so, dude, it's just really encouraged. Things are really good right now. Offensive um, line, best game. They played their best game. Well, you you had you had. Um, did you notice they they popped up a stat that LSU uh, when you had Emory. Right, and you had undefeated. Uh, Will Campbell yes. there at, at left. They're undefeated. They're undefeated. six and yes. zero. They're six and zero when those two guys play at left and right tackle. That's awesome. I hope they don't pop. Don't pop that stat up against stat uh, stat up against Bama. <laughs> Please don't. Don't don't pop it up against Bama. Just leave it where it's at. Um, you know, because because they popped yeah. up a stat on on uh on Kiffin before halftime. It was like, oh, they're twenty and He's 0, twenty whatever. and zero. When he yeah, was leading at half, yeah. when leading at halftime, and now he's twenty and one. So well, we hey, listen, second half, ESPN or ABC or it's going to be ESPN, ESPN, ESPN whatever. Whenever you um, broadcast the LSU Bama game, please don't pop up the stat that um, Will Campbell <laughs> and <laughs> are undefeated, and, uh, and Emory Jones are undefeated as starters. Please don't, don't do but it. But they're inc- leave it where bro. It's they played an incredible game. Will Campbell and Emory Jones are and to say the be same, studs. To say the same thing that I said with Hare Parkins, LSU fans, you get to watch them for not only the rest of the season, but for the next two seasons. Two more years. They, both of them, were fantastic. Bro, uh, Bradford and Frazier had their best games. There were there yeah, were delayed, there were a lot of de- delayed blitz and a lot of, uh, of stunts that they ran that, were picked up very well. They picked it up and communicated very well. I wanted to specifically watch it because I knew we were watching a defense that could get pressure. They were they were second in the league, Zach, in sacks. Yeah. Like this is a defensive line that can cause pressure. And yeah, they handled it so well. Jaden had time he had time he in the pocket. He had a lot of time in the pocket. Um and that helps when you have receivers that can make plays and get open. Uh, so, all around a great game. Um, I, I was so pleased uh, with this performance. Your this was indeed your most complete performance. Yeah, um, we were saying like maybe this maybe Florida's going to be the best. This is your most like, complete. You I won mean, upped it, baby. You upped it. You won upped it, no doubt. Um, Zach, real quick. I know we need to move on. We probably need to get to some comments and get to a commercial break and come back for our last segment here. Uh, but real quick, I want to talk about the beginning of the game. Yeah. I mean, we called it. 
we we you I, called it like I it was the most you it it was almost like I I knew coming in like they're about to score like it's it they're gonna like and boy here it was boom I had boom. so Reagan, quick to, inter, to interject real quick yes so the game was starting and Dad was looking at a vehicle and he had to drop off the vehicle and needed a ride and so he messaged me like as the game's about to kick off he's like hey I need you to go pick me up and I'm like. Bruh, the game's about to start. Like, why? <laughs> and then we, I, I go pick him up. We turn on the radio because it was on here because Ole Miss. It was on 560 AM because yeah, Ole Miss. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, literally the first thing we hear when we turn on is, touchdown, Ole Miss, Judkins in <sighs> from six yards. And I'm like, I immediately go, boop. <laughs> I was like, nope, I'm not listening to that. Nope. I was like, well, that sucks. And Dad's like, here we go. You know, like, here we go again. Like. And then you came in, and you, you know, unfortunately, LSU made a drive, kick, but they had to kick the field goal. It sucked. Then Ole Miss goes and scores, and you're like, ah, crap. And then to have and to settle for another over. field goal and miss it, it was like, oh boy, we gotta, oof, we gotta buckle up right now. Yeah. And they did, they did, man. Uh, you, the defense Why dominated. Why anything less? Like Twitter. <laughs> Twitter LSU fans. Whenever nothing LSU, after the first quarter. Whenever nothing LSU, after the first don't quarter. say anything after the first quarter. Don't be like, ah, crap. <laughs> These coaches suck. But it's, it's almost players. like it's almost like oh, we're 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 okay. Oh, we're down. We're down. Oh, we're down fourteen. We're, we're okay. We're, we're okay. We're okay. You know, whatever it is. Right uh, over the house. The resiliency of this team. Uh, they fight. Madhouse made adjustments. Defense dominated. You held them. Uh, and then in the second half, you imposed your will. Um, defensively, you you pressured them. You you wreaked havoc on Jackson Dart, uh, caused him to make errant throws. You stopped the the uh, Man, the the that. run. You Zach, and lastly, what was so impressive to me from the offensive line, what was so impressive to me, and I mentioned it in our last show. I said, no, no, no. I don't believe that LSU is going to be run down. There is not going to be a will imposed upon LSU. The stamina of this team, the strength and conditioning of this team has taken a, a massive leap from previous years, Zach. And that is no, I'm not trying to take any shots at at Moffitt uh, and his previous staffs, because I think Moffitt is a, is a LSU legend and is a great coach, but it was time to move on. It was. Jake Flint, hats off to your staff and you, the job that you have done. The condition of this team is excellent. Your, your defense, yes. Is showing itself. The work you put in this summer is showing. You, the defense did not allow the the run game to just topple over them. And, Zach, the last scoring drive for LSU, everybody in the freaking stadium, every single person watching the game, every single coach on Ole Miss sideline knew that LSU was going the to run the entire drive. The entire stinking drive. You ran and ran. And ran and ran, and they could not stop you. You imposed your will 
on Old Miss defense, and you marched right down the field, and you scored the touchdown to put the nail Which in I the coffin, and the I game love. was over. It was so impressive. Everybody knew we were running the ball, and you still could not stop us. It was very impressive. It was very impressive. Uh, uh, most complete game so far, and boys, act it makes it so much more interesting because now you get to battle for the top spot in the West. Thank you, Adam. Yes, thank you, Adam. I, I don't think we've seen you. Maybe you've listened before, Adam, but if you haven't, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, yes. We, Reagan, we're coming up on a year of doing the podcast. We're wow. coming up. We sure Let's are. See. We Let's sure see. Are. Let's see how many podcast or how many shows we'll have exactly. I, so for uh, our, we got a good show uh, showing tonight. Uh, so if you haven't yet, uh, subscribe to us. Hit the notification bell so you know when we go live. Go share uh, the show. We typically, yeah, yeah, please share the show so uh, others can see. It. We are LSU exclusive, and we know there's a lot of podcasts out there that obviously cover LSU, uh, but we are just LSU. We obviously will talk about certain things uh, that that you know relate to LSU and stuff like that. And every, and every now and then we go on a little rabbit trail and chase off on UFC or disc golf or sure, whatever, sure. Or, or the Bengals or the New Orleans Saints. We'll or Taco Tuesday. Or Taco Tuesday or fantasy football. <laughs> Or whatever, um, but definitely appreciate all of our viewers. Y'all, y'all do us a, a, a solid and just uh, uh, support us by sharing and, and and liking and hitting the notification bell. Uh, let me let me see this real quick, Reagan. We are, let's see, we'll have. So I, I, we do have to say before I, I, we'll save save it in, but we will we will be missing a show on Friday. We'll not be going Friday, I, Reagan. You can go Friday, I guess if you want. I will be gone. Uh, I'll be uh, on a little trip. Uh, we will be back here Monday, of course. Um, let's see. So it's it's bye week. Two, it's bye week. So bi-week. on the seventh. So on your birthday, the 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 day we do a show on your birthday, we're gonna have to do a show on your birthday. Yeah, absolutely. We will be two days away from it, it being a year. Uh, wow. We yeah. we launched our show November the ninth. November the ninth is when we launched our show. So. Oh, he said first one. First one. Awesome. Thanks, Adam. Man. Appreciate it. Great to have you on, man. Yeah, man. Come on, keep coming, uh, coming back. We'll, we'll love to have you. Ryan is almost always here. Uh, g- gotta love. Uh, no bye Zach. <laughs> don't worry. We're having – We're having. I, I won't be here Friday. Reagan might do a show. I'll have to set it up for him um, if he wants to do a show. Um, I, and we might be talking some college basketball a little bit during this bye week. We, yeah, we, some we, downtime. We, we need to start, there's a yeah. Little, there's a little downtime, so we, we probably need to start some LSU basketball talk. November 9th. Um, November 9th is the opening of LSU basketball. It's the opening, so we, yeah. we actually probably need to cover it a little bit yeah, in, absolutely. in the bye week. But let's go ahead. Let's take a break, uh, get me and Reagan a breather, and then we'll be back to talk some more LSU. Five-star hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show they ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, guys. 
final segment here. I can talk some b-ball. I'm down. Yeah, I'm excited about Matt McMahon and, and what the Tigers are going to do this year. I really am. Uh, Adam Miller looks like whew, Adam Miller. I'm excited <laughs> about Adam Miller this year. KJ Williams. Uh, I, yeah, I think this team could be a lot better than what people uh, will think. But we'll, we'll see because, honestly, uh, I, I think we're going to go into this. Uh, I'm going to go into this LSU season very open-minded uh, and for, for when it comes to basketball. Um with very little expectation, and I really just want to enjoy it. Uh, with all the mess that has happened with Will Wade and everything, uh, I, I just want to enjoy this season uh, for what it is. And, and in all honesty, we're going to find out come New Year probably uh, what the sanctions will be. So there's really no reason to have expectation because you may not be allowed to play happen. in the postseason, <laughs> right? So yeah. uh, just enjoy it is, is is my first little bit, but we're not here to talk about that right now. We'll we'll get to that very soon. Zach, this massive win sets up a very very interesting game conversation and conversation. LSU now sits at the top of the West, tied with Alabama. I guess technically Alabama has the top because they yeah, have the better they- overall record. And they have, um, you know, their 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 name starts with the letter A or whatever, or something like that. <laughs> so it's it's. I was not, you know, expecting anything for this game, but it has definitely got a lot more interesting because there is now a lot more that rides on it, and I think your team yeah. is playing way more uh, consistent on the offensive side of the ball and at a better level. Uh, to actually compete in this game. Zach, can LSU win the West and make it to Atlanta? Yeah, I think so, for sure. Um, you know, first off, you're playing in Tiger Stadium. Second off, you're playing at night in Tiger Stadium. Woo! Thirdly, you're going to be playing in a packed Tiger Stadium. Yes, sir. Um Fourthly, this team's playing really good right now. LSU's playing really good right now. And the the biggest thing for me is there is a confidence in this team right now. And they are going to have confidence going into this game. And you're playing an Alabama team that's that's obviously really good. I mean, it's a Nick Saban coach team. So, obviously, they're going to be really good. And they're going to be extremely hard to beat. But they are beatable. Obviously, Tennessee already did it this this um There's flaws. This past year, this year, and Tennessee oh, tried to do everything that they could to lose the game. I mean, Tennessee <laughs> was horrible on defense. They fumbled the ball at like what was it, the 10, 15 yard line, gave them a touchdown. Like Tennessee should have beat them worse than what they did, honestly. Um, but Tennessee <laughs> Tennessee allowed Alabama to be back in, in that game, in my opinion. They, sure, they allowed sure. Bama to be closer in that game than what they were. Um so I, I just really think <laughs> Carl Dunn. Uh, I don't know if this is a dumb and dumber. So you say there's a chance. So you're so saying you're saying there's, there's a chance, chance. <laughs> for sure, Carl. I, I don't think there's a chance. I it's think there's a, a really really good likelihood um, with it being in Tiger Stadium. Listen, Alabama, and we're gonna get we're gonna get a lot more in depth with this as we get closer, and and, and probably not this Friday, but next Friday. Um. Alabama has weaknesses. Uh, you know, their interior offensive line is not great. Um, <laughs> they, their receivers, 
which I mean, you have a really good. They've come on though. Line. They have. They've come, come on. on. Guys like Isaiah Bond has stepped up. And they've come along, but yeah. there's there's some inexperience there. Uh, some, uh, and you're gonna they're gonna be facing a really really tough interior defensive line from LSU. Yes. Um, you know how well does LSU's DBs play against some wide receivers that also seem to be kind of getting a groove. The the receivers that at Alabama seem to be getting a groove now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a That's really be interesting ma- matchup, you know. But listen, you got to play Arkansas at Arkansas. I think that's probably your biggest game after it is your biggest game after Alabama for sure, yeah, in my uh, opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, that, that, but that game looks really winnable. Obviously, you're going to beat yeah. UAB. And then you have AM. And AM, guys, looks I, like I, I'm kind of I'm getting to a point where I am. Fully confident LSU is going to win that game because a and looks like complete trash. We used to say Texas A and four. Now you're saying three Texas and four. four and eight. You know you're saying this going like, to flip flip sheesh. the numbers. It's about to be Texas four sheesh. and eight. Oh my goodness! Like That's I was looking at it. dude. They got to play. They got to play Florida. They got to play Old Miss. They got to play, play Florida. LSU. Yes. Let me go look. <laughs> Let me go back. Let me double check. Okay. Let me double check this real quick. But wow. The schedule look is setting up for you really nicely. It really is. Um, yeah. Let me try and find this real quick. Texas A, which and, and look, that team, that team that played like complete garbage and that hasn't played like complete garbage almost beat Alabama. Well, y- yeah, Alabama. you didn't have Bryce Young, but they didn't have Bryce Young, but, but they almost beat Alabama. They didn't have Bryce Young. I no, uh, I, you you have a point Alabama. though. Alabama has also struggled on the road. Has struggled yeah. on the road. Uh, Texas. I mean, they're a tech. Yes, Texas. I mean, literally twenty to twenty to nineteen. I mean, they, they have, literally came down. They have Ole Miss to the at wire. Home. Real quick, Texas A&M finish. A&M. Ole Miss at home. Florida at Loss. home. At Auburn. They'll probably win. They'll probably they'll probably win that game. <laughs> UMass, UMass, and then LSU at home. Now, luckily, those next the, the next four out of five games, you have you have home games. Thank goodness for them. But dude, they may only win four. I mean, Thank they're goodness. gonna lose. Who cares? I, they're probably gonna lose to Ole Miss. Losing they're, every single one of them. They're probably gonna lose to Ole Miss. They're probably gonna lose to Florida. They're probably gonna be beat Auburn. Um, I would at say Auburn? they probably. Mm. Beat, yeah, I think they beat Auburn. Uh, they they're going to beat UMass, and then they have LSU. Like they may not be bowl eligible. They're going to be really struggling. And, and I would be now if they get if they have five wins and they got LSU at home in the last game, I'm going to be nervous because they're going to be like sure. fighting like sure. cats and dogs to try and get bowl eligible and salvage yeah. the season a little bit. So, um, but yeah, Reagan. I mean. There is a legit chance, a legit oh, absolutely. chance LSU fans. And I'm not saying this to just, you know, blow air up you, but like this, this there is a legit chance for LSU to win the West. And that is insane. If you would have told me after I had to suffer through that missed PAT and I was there in the dome and yep. the entire just hype. Look, guys, we we were extremely hyped. New era, new coach. We made a hype video that got like um, it ended up getting over a hundred thousand views. It was just awesome. I, I was so elated, so excited about football. And then the 
the the the wind's completely taken out of your sails when you missed that yeah. when you had that PAT blocked. And if you would have told me then, hey, LSU, when they play Bama, they have the potential to to win the West, to take play over, for the top, to, the West, to take yeah. sole position for first in the West. I would say you're lying. You're, you're crazy. crazy. Yeah. I mean, I picked us to lose to Ole Miss this past week. Um, I, I did. And Zach, you know what's crazy man. is even if you beat if let's say you beat Alabama and then somehow some way you stub your toe and blunder against Arkansas or AM, you are still the top in the West because they've lost two. Because they have lost two, and you won your head to head. We would have only had we would only have one loss in the West at that point, and Arkansas has three losses in in the in the uh, West. Like A and M, sure ain't gonna be there. Uh, Ole Miss, you won head to head. So, I, yeah, it, it's very possible. Um, you got to go through Alabama though. The fact that we're talking about this is incredible though, and, and I think you were kind of hinting at that a little bit, like. The fact that this is an actual conversation right now is huge. Because, yes. um, like, before before Reagan looked, me and you both said it, like, we automatically marked LSU as an L. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm al- playing Alabama Against as Bama, an L. Yeah. Against Bama. We automatically marked Alabama as an L. And now you're going, I might pick them. I might pick Dude, LSU to win. Nighttime, Death Valley, prime time t- for the top spot in the West. Like yeah. Brian Kelly's not going to downplay this thing. Oh, he's like, well, on Blake's show, he's gonna be, on Blake's show tonight, they he's they gonna talked, be ringing the bell, dude. On Blake's show tonight, he talked about how um, the players are staying during the bye week. They're not leaving to go visit family. They're yeah. staying. Adam Herbert says, uh, I, "I hope I'm saying that cl- correctly." Adam, uh, is it a bear or Herbert? Is it Herbert? Yeah. Uh think that he said, I think this game will come down to the coaching schemes and players not making mental mistakes. Yeah. And that I think that I think that will be a massive part of the game. Like you have to get over the mental cap that, hey, we're playing Alabama. You've got to get over that mental barrier. Yeah. Uh, and you got to play with confidence like you have been uh lately. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited about it, Reagan. Um but we, we we probably need to wrap up the show here. We're we're four minutes that, over. Real quick, yeah, real quick. Uh, I, I want to make this point. Um, I mean, I projected LSU to go nine and three at the beginning of the season. That was my prediction. <laughs> the fact that we lost the opening game the way we did, and now we're probably projected to finish nine and three. Yeah, like lose to Bama and then Bama. win the rest. Like nine and three, um, that's incredible. A bear, uh, yeah, I figured it was a bear. <laughs> um, um, the fact that like that is your trajectory, and then let's yeah. say you, you go on win a bowl game, and Brian Kelly has ten wins his opening season. Man, uh, I mean, massive because that is that is your trajectory right now. I, I mean that. I was thinking about that today, and I was like, "Holy crap! Like that's that's what we're going to be projected to do now." Nine and three, and then a potential ten win season with the bowl game. You are going to be favored against obviously UAB, Arkansas, and A and M. Like, and you're you you lose to Bama, you're nine and three, and 
honestly, you, you got a chance against Bama. I, I think I think they realize how big it is. I think that Brian Kelly prepares them well. If you play like you have the last two weeks, it's going to be a dog fight. It's going to be a yeah. dog fight. Uh, and I'm excited about it. Um, so is there a chance for LSU to win the West? Can they win the West? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Um, so it's going to be a very exciting next few weeks uh, as we build to this game. It's going to be massive. Um, and I can't stick and wait. But, yes, we need to wrap the show up. Uh, it's been great recapping uh, this this game. Uh, obviously, we had lots to talk about because it was such a good game and so many good performances and, and atop it all of this. Make- to make it even better these last few days, the Grizzlies just beat the Nets and dropped <laughs> up almost 40. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's just great time right now. Uh, it, it just feels like very – it feels like validation for this hire, Zach. Like, yeah. this is this is probably going to be the least talented – and this is crazy to think. This is probably going to be the least talented team that Brian that BK has. has. <laughs> and you, oh, you my might, God. You dang well can win, have a ten win season, and we haven't. We don't even. We don't even have eighty five scholarship players right now, Reagan. And we haven't even mentioned this. Gary Danielson. Now this may just be Gary Danielson being Gary Danielson, but Gary Danielson announced on the broadcast that Jaden's coming back next season. It makes sense, though. It makes sense, though. He he keeps playing. He keeps playing like this. He's not. If he keeps playing like this, he's not. If he goes and beats Alabama and puts up yeah. stats like he has the last two weeks, eh, ain't no way. Yeah. That draft stock's gonna go whoop. Uh, <laughs> and like that's the whole that's the whole reason he came, dude. I mean, that's yeah. Now, if he came back, I, I mean, Zach, we're talking like contenders next. Oh year. yeah. If he comes sure. back, we're talking contenders. Because like, on offense, you're losing. Contenders. On offense, you're losing Kayshawn. Period. Yes. Losing Kayshawn and yes. Josh Williams and Josh Williams. No, Josh Williams has two more years of eligibility after this year. You're losing Kayshawn. Yes. Period. You have the entire offensive line back, and you are only losing Kayshawn. Yes. And John Emery and 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 come back too. Yes, and Bryce Young is gone after this year. And Hinton Hooker's gone. And Stetson and Bennett's gone. gone. <laughs> and Will Rogers is gone. And KJ Jefferson you, is gone. If you win, if if if, if Jaden Daniels comes back next year, you're probably the favorite to win the SEC. Which is, not, I mean, anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So. Right, we're getting away. Anyways, it's exciting times. It's exciting times to say the least. It really is. Um, and we'll we'll, we'll watch and see L, how it all even unfolds. Even if you take an L in two weeks, even if you take an sure. L in two weeks, yeah, absolutely. Still you're still you're still you still finish nine and three. All right, guys, let's hit a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll wrap it up right after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, guys. It's been a it's been a great show, really has been. All of y'all have been getting in here, commenting. Zach, you can throw a few comments up if you'd like to. I know we got some in here. Um, we appreciate uh, Ryan, Adam. Re- really glad that you got to come on the show for the first time. Hope you keep coming back. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, let's see. 
<laughs> I love the name, by the way. Love the name. Uh, the comment from Leach saying his team was scared of Bama, that's not the mindset BK brings. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, I think we're going to be pretty ready for this game. And, and regardless, win or lose, I think it's actually going to be a fight. Like, I don't think we're going to see what we saw against Tennessee. I, I don't I don't I don't expect that one bit. Um so super exciting times to be a Tiger fan. Y'all enjoy it. And and this is this is the build. This is the process back to what LSU is supposed to be. So enjoy it. We have we have been so spoiled over the years to expect it. And then these last two seasons we've been humbled a bit. So now don't take it for granted because we know how bad it can truly get. Now with an excellent coach, a proven coach, a competent, detail-oriented, winning coach, your program can be fantastic. So enjoy the climb back to the top where LSU ultimately belongs in the world of college football. Guys, it's been a great show. Uh, we'll see Friday night how that all works out. Zach said he's going to be gone. We'll let you know um, and keep you updated on that. But it's been fantastic. We'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero, take us out. Peace.